The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. Happy New Year. Welcome to the world's number one podcast. I'm Ricky Gervais. With me, Steve Merchant. Hello there. And Carl Pilkington. All right. We have had an overwhelming response from emails. Uh, to be honest, we're very grateful and thank you so much, but we've had over 4,000, which is just too many to get through. So we're going to have to uh, uh, apologise for not getting back to you. We, we, we are going to try and read them all, but um, we just can't reply. We've, uh, it, it's, we, we do this ourselves. We're three little... Three little fellas. We haven't got an entourage and millions of people working for us. It's just us in a little room. But thank you so much. One in particular, remember a couple of weeks ago we asked if there's any house DJs out there, maybe they could do a dance mega mix with the words, I could eat a knob at night. Carl just said that in conversation, talking about uh, someone in a reality game show, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, who had a kangaroo penis. And he just came out with the phrase, I could eat a knob at night. Um, someone as... Uh, risen to the challenge we had about 70 different songs we're going to play our favourite uh, at the end of the show and maybe put some of the others on the website rickygervais.com so you can go there and um, and hear great dance tracks they're all called I Could Eat a Knob at Night <laughs> oh no one's switching off now everyone's guaranteed they're going to stay right to the end there so they can hear I, I Want a Bit of Knob at Night was it? I, I, I Could Eat a Knob at Night I Could yeah. Eat a Knob at Night it's funny it was only uh, a, a while ago you were talking about getting quoted like Winston Churchill got quoted and and uh, Ben Franklin got quoted, and now you may go down in history, uh, I could eat a knob at night, Carl Pilkington. <laughs> Carl, I could eat a knob at night, Pilkington. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking of uh, all things uh, uh, nobular, um, I got a text from Carl yesterday, Steve. A text from Carl, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just read it to you. Okay, see you to Moz for a face rub at 6.30 then. No bum tubes, though. So I was intrigued, and I called Carl, and said, I think you've just sent me a text by mistake. What's the explanation of that? F see you tomorrow for a face rub. Yeah. No bum tubes, though. Just because my mate, right, Russell. Why did he choose you? He just said, he said, you know, there's things that go on in life that you need to experience. Yeah. He said, just, just pop along. And I, I, I didn't say yes straight away. What's a face rub? You mean a facial? Like a just facial? Like a f just like a posh face wash like just a facial where you lay down you just clean your face with a flannel yeah. and that so, so you're you're going to have a facial s scrub you're going to go lie down with another man and have your face well no this is what I was saying to him there's, well, there's a couple of questions I didn't just say yes straight away I questioned it I said well I'm not that happy with this I said look there's nothing weird going on here is there I said it's not a house is it it's a proper <laughs> clinic and that he said, yeah, it's proper, you wear a, a dressing gown and that. I said, well, I'm not that. So he's already that. got you in the dressing gown? Yeah, well, I haven't agreed to that. Today I've worn a little round polar neck sort of jumper so I don't have to take it off. It's not going to get in the way of my face. I made sure I didn't wear a shirt with a collar. I'm not taking this off. They can put the dressing gown on top of this. Right. If you have to do it to look smart or whatever. I'm not taking my clothes off. Okay. I don't know if it's a woman who rubs my head. Don't know if it's a bloke or, or whatever. Well, the thing is, you get extra, don't you, for your face rub? Because your face goes all the way back over well, your top of your head down to the back of your but, neck. But all I was so you've got a big face, haven't all, you? All I was saying to him is, I'll have the face rub, but I don't know if, if once you're in there, right. they try and sell you the old, uh, the, old the, the, the bum tube thing. What, what's what, a bum tube? The, is that a euphemism? What are you talking about? The thing where they pop a tube in and put coffee in your belly and it cleans you out and that. An like enema? That. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, a, a colonic yeah, irrigation. A, yeah, yeah. W why would you have that? I don't. I'm not. I don't want it. I don't. I don't think. Why you not? Need to, just because I think I've said to you before about 
you know, you, you don't need to be that clean inside. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind washing my face. <laughs> but at what occasion do you need where you're that cleaned out? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And well, they, they, it's always a clear tube and that, and you see all the stuff whizzing past. I don't understand why it's clear. I don't know why you've got to see what's coming out of you. Like it's, you know, like the generation game, making notes of what's whizzing past. Forget it. <laughs> the Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. Over the Christmas break, I was watching uh, some different TV. saw an amazing documentary. It was called Tribes. This guy, and he goes and lives with different tribes around the world, these small little indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one. He went, to, he went to Papua New Guinea in Indonesia, right, Carl? He lived with the Kombai tribe. All right. Now, this Papua New Guinea is an extraordinary place because it is one of the only places left on Earth that hasn't been fully explored. There are parts of it that it's just blank on the map because they've, they've never explored there. They don't know what's there. They don't know what's going on. So, firstly, that must already freak you out. Imagine that. 21st century, they have no idea what's going on down there. But do they, do they need to know if there's nothing going on? <laughs> well, they... They don't know what's going on. There could be stuff going on. No, but there's, there's no chance that they'll go, we haven't been over there, and someone goes and there's like an Arndale centre. <laughs> Nothing's going to be there, is it? So there's no... Well, no I'll point. tell you what is there, okay? There's these various small tribes, okay? <laughs> this guy goes, he's amazing, right? Now, the thing about these is that uh, up until the 60s, and even more recently, some of these tribes are still cannibals. They're still cannibalistic, okay? Eating people from other tribes. This is going on now? Get Going on now. It's generally stopped but it still does occasionally occur alright so this guy goes to live with them right they they walk around you know obviously naked except for a little leaf just above their, their genitals it's not covering the genitals it's just above the genitals do they know they could move on have they got a telly or have they, have they seen a telly and gone I'm not up for that or are they just are they saying it's not the Amish they haven't chosen but what this. is the difference between the Amish and these people well the Amish are a, a group of people that choose to live in that way these people are just essentially untouched by civilization. I mean, they do have interaction with civilization, and people do come there, but they, they still live in this very, very almost prehistoric way. They go around, they have uh, homemade weapons, they, they kill pigs and hogs in the, in the, in the, uh, in the undergrowth, they, uh, they, you know, they, they live in kind of tree houses. They did buy a telly, but there was nothing on, because there isn't any uh, broadcasters. They couldn't plug it in. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. an absolute nightmare. Yeah. But there was one guy, okay, now he uh, said that his brother was dying. This was a couple of years ago, right? His brother was dying. He said to his dying brother, what happened? Why are you dying? This guy said, it was a bloke in another village. Okay, he goes over to the other village. He kills this other bloke, right? He eats him, or eats bits of him. Uh, the other village gets a bit annoyed. They go, what's going on? Why did you kill this bloke? They went, he went, sorry about that, right? They said, well, you need to make it up to us. He gave him a pig. They said, a pig's not enough. They gave him five pigs. Hang on, who are they giving these pigs to? The tribe? To the tribe of the bloke who, who, who he killed and ate. So five pigs apparently made up for the fact that they'd killed one of them. They said, well, hang on, what are you going to do with but this why, bloke's wife? Why, why were they bartering? Why didn't they just get the police in and say, what's, what's going on? But, what yeah, police? Why, yeah. Why didn't they call Morse? I mean, what? yeah, what? why didn't they call in Kojak? Because he'd have sorted it out, wouldn't he? Or, or, or who else could they have called in? Colombo would have sorted. I, d- it, I don't understand. What are you saying? There's two tribes. There's a number of different tribes, aren't there? In the, I've just explained that to you. There's a number of small individual tribes in this dense Papua New Guinea forest with a load of pigs. With a load of pigs. <laughs> but the the wife of the guy that he killed, Nate. They said, "What we, we we don't need her now. We don't want her." So she had to come and live with the murderer of her husband. So she's living there now. You know, happy as Larry. But could I mean? What I mean is, right, they're miles away from anything, but it doesn't sound like the great place to live, right? Could they not move? 
Could one of them go, <laughs> do you know what, I'm sick of this. I, I'm, I'm moving or whatever and go to a proper city. How far away is this, um, these Papa people um, <laughs> these to, Papa to, people. To, to the next... To the next, they're like, like the Smurfs. They're very like the Smurfs. But how, how many miles away from a like a place with a normal life going on? But think about this, Carl. Firstly, they don't speak the language, so they don't have any practical skills. They've got no experience of civilization. So even if they chose to go and live in one of these cities, what can they do? How can they function? They spend you know fifteen years just trying to figure out what you know how, how everything works. Mind you, I have had the same thought about um, Inuits, right? If, if you if you live in a house made of ice and eat fish all day and then just stay in for six months, move. I really do. I, I mean, I don't understand why they're living there. I think there's some bacteria that has better lives than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be offensive. Why? <laughs> okay, how about this is the one of the weirdest things. <laughs> this is one of the weirdest things, right? <laughs> An entire people, an yeah. entire race. Just of dismiss. People. No, just no, no. dismiss. I'm, I'm, said, I'm not. Well, I'm not having a go. But I'm just saying. I, I wouldn't fancy it. Is what I mean. But they don't know of ice. another world. How can they imagine that they could? Oh, I'll tell you what. This is boring. I'm tired of, of hunting for food and, and eating fish from the river. I'll tell you what. I'd like a world where there's iPods and room service. I'm going to go and move to New York. They're not thinking like that, are they, Carl? Because they don't know about this other world. Which is why, in a way. Uh, Carl can't offend them because they are not listening to this podcast. I, th- th- uh, very unlikely. Very, yeah. very unlikely. You're not going to get. You're not going to get any nasty letters from uh, Eskimos <laughs> or Inuits, as they want to be called now. Do, does an Eskimo ever Inuit? Do they ever Inuit. meet like a, an English person on holiday, and an English person goes choppy here, isn't it, or whatever? Well, what do you think? It's just that people go to. You know, Steve said before about places he's been to where people are still walking about with swords and that. People go to these places on holiday now. They like a little bit of danger. They like to see how the others live. Mm. So all I'm saying is we know they exist. Yeah. The Papa people, maybe people aren't going there. Uh, you know, it doesn't sound like the best place. You know, I can't imagine it having a, a tourist board or anything, right? But would they accept me if I popped over there and, you know, with Suzanne, sort out a little weekend break and that? <laughs> where, where are we talking? We're talking the, Papua New Guinea. In Papa. Well... Okay, this is this is one of the things that they they do. Okay, which is a tradition you may have to do. These uh, combine, right? They invert their penises, so they push their penises back up inside their bodies, like a sock. What for? Well, keep it out of the way. Of what? Well, if you're running through the undergrowth chasing a, a, a hog, you don't want it flapping away, you know. But, but it's also become a kind of ceremonial thing. So if you were over there, you may well have to try it yourself. You, you would have to try it yourself. If you went there, you'd have to try it Definitely. yourself. But even caveman had little pants on. Why, why haven't they... Whoa! Whoa. Uh, slow down. Rewind. <laughs> what do you Again, mean? you've been watching the Flintstones. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, you know... Is it a leopard skin pair of pants that's actually quite right. a... Go on. But, but it's a well-known fact that they wore, like, bear pants or whatever. Bear pants. <laughs> what do you mean, just, bear pants? Just, no, just, no, 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 listen, you are, you are a qualified uh, anthropologist, so what... Um, I, mean, I mean that, you know, you, when, whenever you see them on footage or in a museum... Footage! Yeah. Or, <laughs> whenever or you where, see that... Well, it's a bit shaky, isn't it? Yeah, it's black and white as well, isn't it? Caveman footage. I, I, you always see them wearing a little bit of fur, fur little pants and that. So, what I'm saying is, even <sighs> though, what, what year is it to these um, people in the woods? 
Well, I mean, what, I don't know what this conversation is know. anymore. I, he, he's just clutching at straws. His mind, his, uh, it, it, it's like um, a fly, his mind, isn't it? It's just buzzing round, it's trying to find a window, and that's your mind. It, it, it is just it's like... hitting against pieces of information, but <laughs> yeah, then just bouncing yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> dazed, perplexed. Yeah. Oh, forget it then. <laughs> the Ricky Gervais Show, on Guardian Unlimited. You can't believe you luck, Rick. Paul the party animal Parker's been in touch. <laughs> I imagine oh. the kind of New Year party he was having last oh, night. Oh, I don't, I, I don't want to think about it because it gives me a hangover just thinking about what that dude <laughs> got <laughs> what up that to. Dude got up to. Yeah, come on then, man alive. But anyway, you know he never stops. He never stops supplying us with little tidbits. Oh, little what's PP well, uh, done for us? now? He just come likes. On. Really, he just likes finding little odds and ends and just sending them in. And um, you remember when we used to years ago? We used to do that thing where uh, we'd read headlines. Yeah. And sometimes the headline is all you need for the story. Yeah. And this is this, this is what's great about this one. If you give me a, a, a News at 10 style bong. And now the News at 10. Bong. Boy waited while doctor rode unicycle. <laughs> what, what, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, well, amazing. Um, a hospital has apologised after a six-month-old boy waited two hours for treatment <laughs> while a doctor rode up and down a ward on a unicycle. Uh, Paula Dadswell has taken her son James to a local general hospital with suspected gastroenteritis. I should point out now, James was fine, it was all, it was not a problem. But she spotted the doctor peddling the unicycle, but was astonished when the same doctor later walked over to examine the child. Miss Dadswell said, We took one look at the doctor and said, You must be joking. His face went bright red. A spokeswoman for the hospital said, Of course, we are sorry if distress was inadvertently caused to the mother and we've offered her our apologies. But let's also remember that we should try and make hospital wards less intimidating places for patients, and we regularly provide diversions that are not directly related to medical care. Many parents have commented favourably on this approach and indeed about the unicycle. What I love about that story is that, that it's the most important job in the world yeah. and the most useless. Being a doctor is saving lives. It's, it's incredible. It's so noble. Riding a unicycle is the most useless thing <laughs> yeah. you can do. It, it's it's that to me is um, plate spinning, yeah, juggling, yeah, uh, flame, uh, flame eating. Fla uh, wh who who goes into plate spinning? Is it like the father going, son, when when you've uh, when you've finished university, you can take over the business? But I want to be a doctor, dad. Look, the plate's nearly, f and you're hooked, and you yeah. give it a little push, and you're there, and you're hooked. It's a, it's, a, it's a dying art. You don't see it as often as perhaps yeah, you, you once yeah, did. Dad, I want to be a doctor, but the plate's nearly dropped, son. <laughs> And are uh, unbelievable. But um, but what I can't make out from that story is whether the doctor was he was you know they he, he'd done the seven years medical training and then they yeah. said you're working at this specific hospital. Yeah. They whipped out the unicycle. They yeah. said you're gonna need to learn that as well before we can put you on the wards. Or whether and whether he was practicing. Who knows if he was practicing? Do you know what I think happened? I think the uh, the bloke in charge of the hospital. There was two people up for the job. This fella who was brilliant. He got yeah. first from Oxford. He's amazing. And the the bloke in charge is nephew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they both scored the he same. He did an open university course. Yeah, yeah. And they went, well, well um, you're, you're both very good, but um, who can ride a unicycle? <laughs> he whipped it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He went have a go. Yeah, and he's been practicing. Unbelievable. But um, but it's also the idea that if it is indeed something which the hospital has initiated in order to cheer people up, particularly kids, um. I mean, I just, it just seems like a dangerous thing to be doing in a hospital, with all due respect. I, mean, I think so. You could pull out leads, wires. <laughs> Anything can happen. I know, yeah. They get you to turn your mobile phone off when you go into some ward, so uh, uh, please leave your unicycle here, surely. Do not, no, no unicycles beyond this point. If, if you have a unicycle accident, of course, it's a great place to be. 
It is a good place to be. It's an ideal space to be already. But who, who, who rides the unicycle anyway? Do you know what really annoys me? Um, we live near a park. It's a lovely park. And on a Saturday for about three hours, there's some twat hippie with braids, uh, dreadlocks, sitting there, um, playing one drum. <laughs> How can you play <laughs> one drum? He thinks this is brilliant. This is therapy. It's a boom, boom, shut the fuck up. It's nothing. That's not music. It's not percussion. It's not expressing anything. It's just no. annoying. Yeah. I'll tell you now, this, is, this would be my worst nightmare if you were to take me on an evening out. What? You say, Steve, we're going tonight, right? You can't get out of it, you've got to do it. It's two hours. Stomp. Oh. Stomp, where they put dustpins on their feet. Now, I, I mean, I've seen a little bit of it on the Oscars. Yeah. It's alright for, t- for, you know, 30 seconds. Well done. But two hours. What is that show? What is the Stomp show? I don't know. I mean, Jesus Christ, after about 15 minutes, you've had enough of that, surely. I'm assuming there's not really a story. Are they bin men? <laughs> <laughs> No, I just wondered how you how you get into that, how you start practising and go, do you know what? <laughs> Sounds quite good. Yeah, they are. They're, they're big men, yeah. Right. I was uh, shopping with Carl before Christmas and we went round sort of Piccadilly and St James's and those really beautiful shops around there and I went in one shop, you had to um, ring a bell to enter. Yeah. They came down and it's like a, a iconoclastic sort of shop and they they found things from churches and uh, nearly all Russian 16th century pieces onwards this beautiful uh, uh carvings and and paintings and statues and everything and i was wow by and this bloke clearly loved his work and he was you know enthusing to me about these stuff this is from the 16th century this is russian this is a mm. uh, and i went oh it's beautiful and as i was looking round, um carl i heard carl sidle up to the bloke and go what's the newest thing you've got here <laughs> yeah sure that's his first thought i mean that is the wrong question to ask of a man who's clearly in antiques yeah I'm proud of the fact he's got 16th century uh, kind of classic Russian stuff to ask, what's the newest thing you've got here? Is the, I mean, what sort of question is that? Oh, I don't know, probably the doorbell. I don't know, what, what does he want to say? Oh, my shirt. What, what, <gasps> what were you, you thinking? Hoping for? I just was making chat with him because it, it's the sort of place that I don't think many people go in. Right, Steve? Uh, when you go up to this shop, right, <laughs> it's not sat in there. You have to ring a bell. He's getting on with his life upstairs. He lives upstairs, right? <laughs> You ring the bell to say, well, I'll come in your shop. He pops down, stands there watching you look around. So it's not it's not a natural way to shop. Sure. Do you know what I mean? It's not nice having a bloke stood there watching you look at all this old stuff and that. So I, I was kind of making friendly chat. Yeah. And I think it's an all right question because he, he was saying there's loads of old stuff in there and he kept going, oh, about the old stuff. <laughs> what did to say? Well, what, what's, what, what's the newest thing you've got? <laughs> and what was Do you know what he said? The other question he asked him, he said, how often do you get new stuff in? And the bloke went, um, every day. And I said to him, why did you ask that? He said, well, I was thinking, if you've got antiques and you sell it all, what's left? Like, someone's going to sell all the antiques in the world because they're not making, he said, because they're not making any new stuff. What does that mean? They're not making any new stuff. But I know for a fact, no one's ever going to go in there and buy the lot anyway. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I'm not at any point in my life, and I don't think it'll ever happen, will I go, I need some old Russian wood. It was brilliant. No, it was, it, Steve, it, no. it was beautiful. It's amazing stuff. There's stuff. It's there's mm. um, um, uh, these things uh, from the 16th century of sort yeah. of like saints and monks, and they're carved. But and there's loads of it. It's just all piled up. No one's interested. If oh. I was him, I'd go. Do you know what? I'm into this, but no one else is. Close shop. <laughs> because seriously, it's just piled up, up piles upon piles of like old. Bits of wood with pictures on it and that. But think of, man, just think of a man 400 years ago that carved this, that carved this, uh, you know. No, but nobody wants it, do they? I've never heard anyone say, 
you know, oh look, it's my birthday coming up. I'll tell you what I'd love. What? A bit of old Russian wood. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't happen. That's what I'm saying. I've never heard anyone saying it like I've never overheard someone saying, You don't know where the Russian shop is, do you? <laughs> and this is in London where the rates are high. There was this thing, right, Steve? Uh you know, again making chat. Uh, loads of bits of wood we like. Um, them old drawings on like it was like a panel from a church that someone had d- d- okay, painted, right, yeah. and I think it was like you know from sort of like fifteen ninety or something, yeah. and it was this uh, a, a picture of this uh, this mm. saint, wasn't it? So fifteen ninety could be from any time really. So there's this one there, right, leaning up against the wall, and uh, <laughs> most of them in there was that Stalin bloke, right? Mm. But there was this little right. Can I just stop with there, Lenin? Right, okay. all right, then. Yeah. yeah. So so he was on all these bits of wood and stuff. But I saw this other little face, right? Little fellow with a beard, right? <laughs> so uh, I said, who's this bloke here? He said, oh, uh, the story there, right? He said, uh, it's this little fella who went a bit mad or something. He got mugged back in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> this is right, isn't it? This is what he was yeah. saying. He said he got mugged. This is that, that term. That, I love that, that term in, the, in a 16th century Russian wood. Oh, no, I'm being mugged. So so he, he got mugged. He got happy that. slapped. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he said, I've had enough of this, right? Yeah. And he went to live in the woods, right? Made like a little shed, huh. stayed there. People went to visit him, and and like if you got a problem, you knock on his door and you go, oh, "I'm sick of it." And he'll sort of say, "Yeah, I know what you mean. I've, I've moved out of the city, and what have you?" And he'd make him feel better, and then they go again. Now, why has that man <laughs> got a plaque? <laughs> if he was around now, there's no way he'd have a bit of wood with his face on it. Is what I'm saying. If someone had got fed up with living in London or New York or whatever, and they go, I'm going to go and live in the woods, people wouldn't visit him, and he wouldn't get a piece of wood with his face on, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but this man is selling it for about, I think it was about 750 quid for, for this bloke's head. He's a well, because it's 400 years old and beautifully painted. But the chances are that this is either a well-known Russian folktale, or it may even be a piece of classic Russian He's literature. a saint. He was a saint. Or, oh, okay. He was well, canonised. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody was a saint years ago. That seems to be, like, thrown about, doesn't it? Who's a saint now, in this year? Who's a saint? Who, name, name him one now. Yet this fella lived in a woods in a hut. Oh, yeah, that's Saint John or whatever. <sighs> he's not a saint. He's done nothing. If anything, he's sort of said, I can't be bothered with living in a city with everyone else. Everyone else has got to put up with it, but I can't put up with it. I'm going to live in the woods. Well, if you can't put up with it, you're not good enough, are you? You've got no stamina. <laughs> and yet he gets a plaque, is what I'm saying. It's annoying. Who would, you like to see, who would you like to see get a plaque in the modern world? Who deserves a plaque, in your opinion? Probably, like, nurses and that, who, who do a lot of bad things that I think I couldn't do that. Carrying lungs about and all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I couldn't do, do you know what I mean? That's, that's one job that... Oh. I, my mum wanted me to be a doctor. <laughs> wow! What was she Whoa. thinking? Oh, what's oh, her expectations like now? Didn't fall far from the tree. Oh, when did she start giving up that dream? At what age did she start going? Carl, you don't need to study your books anymore. Go, go and play with the worms in the garden. When did she sort of like let you off that dream? Is it the day that she caught you with a spoon up your nose? <laughs> <laughs> from the creators of The Office, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. Extras, the first series, now on DVD. Who are you? Nobody. What's that? Who? Nobody. That's right. Nobody. And who am I? So the Starsky Ratch, I can never remember. You are guaranteed an Oscar if you play a mentor. I've just written a sitcom, but I wonder if you could give it to anyone you know. Is there any nudity in it? There could be. Men or women? Either. Uh, Well, just women. I will make it so. 
a painfully funny double disc. Extras on DVD now. That was a good advert, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm just remembering some of the great jokes in yeah, that show. What was that for? I, forget. I always forget what adverts are for. So it was for that was for extras available now on DVD. So that so if you've got vouchers for Christmas, you could go to a, a shop and buy. G- go to the shop, yeah, extras. Absolutely, you could walk straight into any kind of shop, uh, high street shop, and say, "Excuse me, we've got extras on DVD. I've got some vouchers," and exchange them for a copy of, of the of the DVD. Right, and, and, and that and that's that, that's big in um, England and America, isn't it? It's on HBO in America, so it's a very well, successful. Americans, I guess, you know, the great place to buy that would be on uh, on you know, say, one of the websites, Amazon or one of the internet shopping com or yeah. d- dot co dot uk yeah, or and play and, and, and search for it there. But, dot com. Um, and I mean, I mean, if it's going the way of the Office, which is the most successful British sitcom. Ever, I mean, I'd, I'd invest now. I'd say I was round at the beginning. I bought X yeah. on DVD the yeah, first yeah, year yeah, it yeah. came get out. A fir- get a first edition of the DVD. Get a first edition. That'll, of the be, DVD, that'll be highly collectible. And there's, there, there's no great extras on there. You see Sam Jackson and Kate Winslet and Ben Stiller. Rick, there's some wonderful behind-the-scenes footage, and there's some wonderful little documentaries about you know the making of the show. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, it just makes perfect sense. It's still a great way to see in the new year. Right, but uh, if if you are going into Amazon. You know, dot co dot uk, and you're buying extras. Buy a copy of Flanimals. More Flanimals is available now. Yeah, I don't get any money from that, so I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about that. No. Just buy Flanimals. More Flanimals. Well, don't keep going on about okay. it. That's not fair. Extras. Start, yeah, exactly. Coming up, the Mega Dance remix of "I Could Eat a Knob at Night." Plus, of course, re- Monkey News. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you've got any any Monkey News, by the way, just just email it in. Uh, what is it? Podcast at rickygervais dot com. That's right. But don't be asking any questions about monkeys and that because there's too many people asking about what's going on in monkey world and that, and I can't I can't do it to everyone. Well, you're gonna you're gonna bring up what any kind of big monkey information. Monkey news every week. I love it every week, but it's just that a lot of people, you know, they've got a taste for it. Talking of uh, monkey news, if you want to learn more about Carl, we've um, just put up a a a big biography and there's some pictures that you haven't seen before of uh, Carl Pilkington, and you can go to rickygervais.com and check out the roundness of his head and some of his stupid ideas. But anyway, talking of emails and that, right, Uh, Nick Decker, who's emailed from Australia, right, Melbourne, he's uh, he's, he's been going on about dolphins and that, problems with dolphins. What problems? Um... He's just saying when when that that wind happened. <laughs> um, what? There was like a bad wind thing going on. And Not was, your auntie Nora again. There was there was a uh, there was a load of dolphins in like a bay. Hold on, wait a minute. What what bad wind? Um, in in America, they had that Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Right. And there was like a little bay with dolphins in it, and right. like, with all guns on them and stuff. What? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind. What they, do you, mean, do you know they use they use dolphins, don't they? They say they're intelligent animal and stuff. Yeah, um, and they've got them all like you know they've all had the training. They're all like ready for for battle and stuff. Right, got like rifles on them. <laughs> what do you mean rifles? They've How got, can they hold weapons, the rifle? Got, How can they got, hold the rifle? No, it's sort of on a strap and that. It's, what do you mean it's on a strap? I don't know what they cut them out with, but they're just ready for war. <laughs> what are you off. talking about? Listen, though, that isn't the point. Don't worry about it. Oh, we leave but that one, do we? Is, that's not the point. So let's leave it. So they're swimming about. And that, yeah, in this with with bay. rifles and berets, whatever they've got on. Yeah, right, ready for for battle and stuff. Yeah, ready for uh, battle. Yeah, the wind comes in. The wind comes in. Hurricane Katrina makes makes a wave and that they get out of the little bay. Yeah, still all kitted out with all the you know weapons. You're talking bollocks. Steve, do you want to look at the? Email, well, there, there's no way. There's loads of dolphins now swimming round, kitted out with problems. guns and that, with a strap. How, how can a dolphin hold a? Whoa. Again, no, they, you've been watching Planet of the Apes. They just, they just say you know, you know, they say they're an intelligent animal and that. Yeah, people are trusting them, right? Brilliant. Not, oh, here's a dolphin. Oh, he's trying to talk to us. 
What's he saying? He's saying, go ahead, punk, make my day. Look, You're just, talking shit. It's just news to say if, if there's dolphins, you know, if you see a dolphin in that, don't go, oh, it's friendly. Because there's some with weapons now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just I'm just reading it out on email, That's that, that'll cover it and that. So. Bollocks. And more, uh, <laughs> more animal stuff, right? Mm. Uh, your girlfriend, yeah. Jane, right? When I was round there the other night, she was talking about uh, they're getting closer to, to doing the, the mammoth. Oh yeah, they're they're genetically engineering it. They've um, they're a few sort of million bits and pieces away, but they reckon they're going to be able to build uh, a living mammoth within in two years. Yeah, really? Yeah, apparently. What sort yeah. of Jurassic Park type stuff? Sort of, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What do you think of that, Carl? Uh, do we need them? What do you mean? Well, is it worth messing about? Because I I always think, well, whoever's like knocking one of these together, right? Yeah. They must be pretty bright. Right? Yeah. So whilst they're messing about with an airy elephant, is it? Could they be doing more useful stuff that the world needs? Well, it's sort of like you know, it's it's fascinating. Even if it, it, on the face of it, it looks pointless, which it rarely is. Scientific discovery. It, it, it's it's about conquering nature, isn't it? I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? That you could bring a mammoth back. What are the implications to bringing a mammoth back? You know, could could they aid the the, the workload? Could they feed? The starving, you know, it, it, there's 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 what, applications. So you're, you're saying, well, I'm not bring saying it back anything. to kill it to eat it. Well, I'm, <laughs> <seems a> bit... <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm saying that rarely is scientific discovery pointless and a waste of time. In the in the greater scheme of things, we learn from this, don't we? The fact that it can map DNA of a mammoth. What are the implications there? Could we bring back? I don't know, um, Churchill. Could we bring back Nelson? Would we want to? Is it moral? That's another question. But the, the feet alone, and I don't mean its feet, I don't mean we can bring back mammoth feet. <laughs> I could feet. tell that was what he was thinking <laughs> when his eyes moved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I meant the achievement alone is, is remarkable. Putting a man on the moon, pointless. But what a feet. Mm. But don't, don't you think... Not I impressed by putting a man on the moon? No, we've chatted about the man on the moon, you know, some people like it, some don't, I'm not going to argue about it, do you know what I mean, if if you were behind it and that, good on you, but yeah. I, I'm not that fussed, I don't think we've we've learnt that much from it, you went all that way, popped a flag up, came back, what have we learned about that journey since, we haven't really been back. We conquered space, we just conquered space, that's what we do, we, we, we see what yeah. we can do, why climb a mountain, because it's there. What's well, at the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, but I don't agree with people who climb out in for the sake of it. It's all right if you've got to get over it, but don't don't go up and then go down again. No, Just I, go for I, a good walk. Well, I don't, I don't mind as long as they don't strain the emergency services. If you're a posh bloke going up the mountain in a beard and you get stuck, you're an idiot. Yeah. And then it's, you know, people have to risk their lives going to rescue you because you wanted to laugh. I agree with that, actually. But, but don't you think the world's busy enough? It's like you can't, you can't hardly move. You know what I mean? <laughs> And mammoths are taking up quite a bit of room if a load of them come back. We've already got elephants, which in my eyes are good enough. They they do, you know, they carry stuff about and that. What's what's <coughs> going to be better, a mammoth or an elephant? Because I, I can see that one of them's going to have to go at some point. If if like we start running out of elephants, would they would they say, well, it doesn't matter. We've got mammoths and stuff. So. What what's the point? Is you what don't I'm need anyone else in the room for a conversation, do you? <laughs> no, no. But what, what he's started, arguing with himself. He's arguing with his own head. Amazing. Where would you put the the mammoth if they get it? If they get it going right, yeah. they pop it on the give it the old electric shock and that wake it up. And it, Frankenstein has been watching. And it's, yeah. and it's like, uh, all his information about science is about 
the Flintstones, Planet of the Apes, and Frankenstein. In his oh. head, they've got they've got an elephant. They've sort of they've had they've put some carpet tiles over it, yeah. and they're trying to bring that back to life as a mammoth. <laughs> yeah. Forget it then. <laughs> Carl, can we have some monkey news before I die? All right. Oh, chimpanzee! That monkey news, you. F- this week, what I thought I'd do, right, because we're getting loads of emails from people who who haven't really heard much of the monkey news that I've done in the past, mm. right? And a lot of people are sending through one of the first ones that I did that that was a good monkey news. Mm. Right? And I think it's worth hearing again, just in case you forgot about it, because it's, it's sort of classic monkey news. I don't know if you want a different jingle. Uh, well, no, I mean, it's just, you know, if, if it's anything that you've ever said, it's not true anyway, well, so carry on. Well, it was a true one, because this is the one that, like, it's it, this is like, World known monkey news. A lot of people will send this through. It's the most popular one. Right. right? It's about this uh, this monkey that was knocking about called Ollie. Right. It's called Oliver. Yeah. And uh, it was in this zoo. Um. And and it was uh, the only monkey in there. Right. So oh, what, this is one they think was the missing link. It was half human, half ape. Uh. That program on television because it was it had bald. It looked like you, which doesn't mean it's half. It, anything. it might have been that one. What happened is it was in the zoo and stuff, and. Uh, it was getting a bit lonely because, like, it was sharing its sort of time with, say, an elephant and a giraffe. And no, that. it doesn't happen. And they, w- they didn't really. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Well, they do no, not. Well, let me put, just tell you. They do not put chimpanzees in. No, but it's not true. Why would he share his time with an elephant and a giraffe? Gervais, it was it was some kind of flat share. They put they put an advert in the student union. Yeah, you know, we've got two rooms to let. African mammal wanted, not specific. A mammoth and a. What I'm saying is, there was other elephants for elephants to knock about with than that. The monkey. It was the only one there. So what happened is the zookeeper right. felt a bit sorry for him. Right? right. He was like, oh, look, he's looking all fed up and that. Yeah. And like you say, I think he went a bit bald because he was bored and that. So <laughs> he he started to sort of get pally with him. So at lunchtime, when the zookeeper was sat on the wall having his, like, hand butties or whatever, yeah. he'd sort of go, you all right? And, and it used to come over closer and closer, right? Yeah. Anyway, within a month, he was sat on the wall having his lunch with him, right? And What's what wall? Just a little wall in the zoo. <laughs> so they let the monkey out. The monkey could come and go. He had his well, own door just, key. Just, just near where the monkey is. It used to just pop. Oh, over. these blinking latchkey monkeys. He'd, I know. Yeah, you know, he was twenty-one. There, yeah, go on. Sit there having his butty and that yeah. with the with the monkey and stuff. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the as, butty, as, as the... time as time went on, because the zookeeper back then zoos weren't as popular as they are now. Oh. So it was only kind of it was him on his own really. So. He found like like the monkey was the closest rubbish. thing. Rubbish, absolute rubbish. The zoos cannot run with one this zookeeper. This is a true thing. I mean, this it's is not, what I'm saying. Know, a lot of people. The height of popularity for zoos surely was in the Victorian era. So yeah, exactly. But anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, but you're okay. being you're sort of you know picking up on little things that are important. important. Sure. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but anyway, so he sat he sat there, and as time goes on, you yeah. know, he's, he's sort of sat with him most of the day. Monkeys walking around with him, helping feed the other animals and that. No. But then what happened is the 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 zookeeper at the end of the night when he's like locking up and stuff. Yeah. It'd feel bad because he'd be leaving the zoo and like Ollie's sat there and he's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And the monkey's like, Yeah, see you later. <laughs> Looking all fed up because he's got home to go to and he's still stuck in his where he's basically working every day. Right? So he's, <laughs> never, he's never going home, right? Now he's sleeping at work, the so, monkey. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, the, yeah. the zookeeper goes home, says to his wife, Look, Ollie's uh, having a bit of a time at the moment. So she said, Oh, yeah, what's going on? He said, Well, uh, <laughs> he's just looking a bit fed up. You know, he's, he's sick of it. So. She said, bring him home. 
So he said, well, I did what I asked, but I didn't want to force it, you know. Like this conversation pounds. didn't happen. So anyway. <laughs> I love that so he's giving it in such detail. Yeah, I know, it didn't happen. <laughs> so this anyway. is in your head. So so she said, yeah, bring it home tonight. So anyway, he's, he's looking forward to going into work and that. He sees Ollie. He doesn't tell him straight away. I <laughs> like it's a it's surprise. It's a surprise for him later. So, oh, God. So they go through the day, you know, usual stuff, feeding elephants and all that. It gets to the point when it's like, they have the lunch and that. It gets to the end of the day. Yeah. And, uh, Sort of Ollie's days, looking at him like as if to say, "Well, there you go, another yeah, day, another sure. busy day in that." Um, Little does he know. See you tomorrow and stuff. Anyway, he's like, "Get your coat." He's like, "What coat? Hey, what do you mean, get no, your no, coat? <laughs> whatever the equivalent is, right? Whatever you say to a monkey, it was kind of like you know, you're coming with me, sort of thing, yeah. right?" So he's going, oh, brilliant. Anyway, no, he's not! So what he do you mean he's going brilliant? He takes Look, it home. So he gets right? his hat and coat. <laughs> he gets his hat and coat and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And he... Can't believe on, his life, right? He, yeah, goes, yeah. he goes back to the zookeeper's house. Everything's going well for about a week and a half. Right. right? Has he he's got his own room? He, g- he still goes, like, to work and stuff. To the zoo, yeah. To the zoo. He doesn't then, work there! And then he comes back to the zookeeper. <laughs> but anyway, what, what ended up happening is... So anyway, he, he's, he's back at the back at the house and it's, it's going well for about a week and a half. Treating him really well. He sat there... You know, he's having a brandy at night before he goes to bed. <laughs> Zookeeper noticed that when he took it back to work, it was kind of getting flashbacks of not having a good time in the zoo, right? So he was like, this isn't helping him out. He's happy when he's at home with the brandy and the fags and that. When he comes back here, he's <laughs> starting to look a bit fed up. So he said to his wife, look, you're at home all day, right? Oh, I'm going to work, I'll leave it with you, right? Yeah. So while he stays at home... Yeah. Anyway, uh, as time oh, goes on... Yep little bit of trouble whilst the fella's busy at work grafting paying the bills and that for Ollie at home Ollie starts getting a little bit cheeky tries it on with the missus <laughs> right whoa right well, how good. does Carl. a monkey try it on with the missus Are you Look, this, this is classic monkey news and how does it try it on with so the missus so he's a bit drunk he, he, he stinks of smoke. He tries it on with the missus. How does he try it on with her? He's, I, I don't know all the detail on You don't know any bit. of the details. I don't know the detail on that bit. But you don't know any of the details. No, I don't know the details on that bit. You don't know any of the details. So what happened? So while the zookeeper's away, the monkey did play, <laughs> what happened? Did the, did, the, did, the, what, did the zookeeper's wife reciprocate these affections? Just a little bit of, like, you know, a little bit of little bit of fun, I suppose. She probably went along with that at first. You know, she's cooking at home, getting the tea ready. That's walking past, pinching her ass or whatever. <laughs> and it's, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it starts off just like it does, you know, with humans. Starts off as a bit of fun before you know it. You know, split up in the end anyway. The zookeeper and the what's it? I think the monkey stayed stayed with the with the woman. <laughs> so, it's all there. It's Honestly, all on email, mate. You, it, it defa- your imagination. Well, you should write stories. You Get should people- write. You get know. people to look it up. It's look, just put in monkey, chimp, Ollie, and it's it's all there. The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. Happy New Year, particularly to those great guys at Positive Internet for oh. hosting this podcast. Dynamite. The world's number one podcast, thanks to the guys at Positive Internet. So, check out rickygervais.com to check out Carl's head. You know, go and buy extras and flannels. <laughs> Check it out on flannimals.com. Oh, come on. This is shameless. Um, Extra is still available. Fridge freezer for sale. £400 <laughs> or nearest offer. Uh, Steve Merchant wishing you a happy new year. I'm sure Carl Pilgrim wants to reciprocate that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 do you know what I want to wish him? I want to wish them a fantastic new year. I'm not going to
Nova Nani Nova Nani Nova Nani Akri a Nova Nani Nova Nani Nova Nani Nova Nani Nova Nani Akri a Nova Nani Nova Nani Nova 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 Right, you're talking shit. Explain yourself. <laughs> 